So, uh, Nickwith, um, I, we've got a video we may show in a minute, but do you want to tell us where you've been in the last couple of weeks? Um, so, at the end of July, I went on a 10-day trip to Palestine with Amos Trust. Okay, so um, I should have said, for those of you who don't know, Nickwith is one of our deacons here. Um, Nickwith, who are Amos Trust? What do they what do? They do? Um, Amos Trust is an organization. Um, they are in a church in near St. Paul's, and they work closely with um, people in Palestine to help them rebuild houses and many other things. And they were our charity of the year last year, weren't they? So we yes. sent quite a lot of money their way, but also built good relationships, which is one of the things that led to this. So did you, is that video going to work, do we think, Phil? It was, this was all being copied over at about two minutes before the start of the service. So if it doesn't work, it's just one of those things. But let's, should we, do you want to see the video now, Nickwith? Um, let me just okay. explain the video. Say a little bit about it, yeah. So this is a, a rehearsal. Um, when I was in Palestine, we went to Ada camp and... There was loads of young people who wanted to show us their dance moves. So this is the rehearsal that they um, showed us. So we obviously, the sound's not working. So these young people, Nicholas, let's just talk whilst this is on. Um, these young people are in one of the refugee camps in Palestine, is that right? Uh, yes, these are young people who are in Ada camp and they all attend Alawad Theatre where I was based and did theatre work with them. Okay, so these young, and some of these young people would have been perhaps at this church last year because we had our Road come and do a performance here, didn't they? Uh, a few of them told me that they came here and they went to Greenbelt. So, yeah, some of them did come. Yep. Are they at London. Greenbelt again this year, do you know? Uh, they're not. Oh, shame. <laughs> Are you going to Greenbelt this year? No, oh, unfortunately. Nick, we're going. No. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, you can see the young people doing their dancing. When they came here and danced, we had a fantastic evening with them. Um, do you want to now talk us through some of the pictures that you've brought along that illustrate stories that you're going to talk about? Uh, yes. So. so the next three pictures are images of uh, a boy called uh, Ahmed. Uh, he was telling us a story about when he was arrested two years ago. So he was 13 when he first got arrested. He was throwing stones at a, the wall and... They shot him, um, he got shot by the Israeli soldiers by, um, with a, 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 what is it, a, I have it written down, a rubber bullet, that's it, a rubber bullet. So that is him injured on his bike, and yeah, then, um, yeah so he was shot in the head. And, and he was just throwing the stones at a wall, he wasn't throwing them at the soldiers? No, he was throwing um, it at the wall, and that usually happens when you throw something at a, it's, it's illegal to throw anything at the wall. Right. So this, you, is, this is the wall that divides Israel from Palestine. Yeah. So if that happens, you usually get arrested. And he went to prison for two weeks um, after he was in a coma for one month for being shot in the head. So, um, and he was telling us that the youngest inmate was nine years old. So yeah, that was quite shocking. But now, and then he was 15 when I met him. So yeah, he attends the theatre as well. So yeah, these are a few images of him. That's him with a, he made that gun, and I thought it was a really cool image um, of him when he was 13, next to the wall. And that's him now, talking about it. When you say he made the gun, is this a, a, yeah, he a, made a piece the gun. of artwork, or is this actually a fully functioning gun? No, no, no he made a, a fake gun with the rubbish next to the wall. Okay.
So this is him now. So this, was this a photo you took of him yeah, when I you were Yeah, I took that photo. Um, yeah, so that was just one of many stories that I heard, but that one so stuck with me and I thought I should share so it. So, Nicholas, how, how did you react emotionally to meeting a child who has been shot in the head for throwing stones at a wall that divides his country, uh, gone to prison? Uh, I mean, what does that do to you, meeting that? I don't know. Uh, because I heard so many stories, by the time I heard that one, I was like... It was, it was, it's heartbreaking to hear... You don't really know what... Yeah, it's just a challenging situation. Yeah. You can't really... Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the next photo, then? Um, so that, this photo is... Um, every, we were all walking um, to the, uh, the key. So this key is um, the hope to return. It's like a symbol, a symbol key in Palestine. And on, on the way to this key, a truck came and started to throw... Um, tear gas at us and uh, grenades, um, yeah, like uh, sound grenades, and it sounded like, uh, like guns, so we had to hide behind trucks and um, go into people's houses. So there was like 10 of us all going into um, random people's houses, and they were protecting us and making sure that, that we were safe. So the truck that did that, who was driving that truck? Uh, the Israeli soldiers, but they told us that this is, this is like an everyday thing, and they were... They were so shocked at our reaction because a lot of us were crying and, and they, they were like, you guys need to, to stay strong because this is normal for us. So that was quite sad that yeah. they said, like, this, this is just, because it's not normal, which is why we were trying to explain to them this is not normal. No. But they were saying this is normal. But it's normal for them. Yeah. That the truck just drives by and throws tear gas yeah, and so they, grenades. Yeah, they, they, they drive around the camp so everyone will go back in, in their home so they, they can't play. And like all the families have to go back inside and then wait for the smoke to go away and then they come back out. Mm. Okay, yeah. thank you. And what's, is there one more picture, I think? Okay, so this is the wall. I thought this was quite... Not, it's, not, it's, it's quite a good one because uh, uh, Trump is saying, um, I'm going to build you a brother. So I thought it was... <laughs> quite interesting yeah. but yeah it's, it's quite a, a good yeah when they painted it I thought it was quite good uh, so yeah that is a picture of the wall and one of the quotes that I quite liked in Ada Camp that someone wrote was uh, we are more powerful than you ever can possibly imagine and remember our history and remember our culture because um, the families the parents really want their children to remember that they are Palestinian to, and to um, like be proud yeah. of who they are. So you've been there. Yes. You've seen all this stuff. Yeah. What do you do with that now? What, what, you're telling us about it. What do we do with that? Because this is, this is, I mean, I, I've, I've encountered similar stories before. This is immensely distressing stuff, but wh where do we go with it, do you think? So when I had a discussion with the 27 people from Amos Trust, we all had a discussion about it. We said... Um, like, what, what, what can we do and what is our next step? And the only thing that we can really do is, like, I can write to my MP and just talk about it. The only thing I can do is talk about it because no one knows about this. Yeah. Um, no one knows what, what happens behind the walls. Um, I had no idea what happens. What I'm telling you is nothing to what actually happens. I know so much more now. Mm. So but I'm just telling you a, a brief of what I know because yeah. I can't tell you everything right now. Are you happy for people to come up and talk to you about this over coming weeks? And yeah, of course. Will you, will you do some more with us That's on like this? Will you write something for us for our magazine yeah, or some stuff we can put out? Yes. Thank you.
cute. Uh, <laughs> I, she had already offered. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas, can we pray now for you? Yeah. I think there's one more image of the oh, is there um, more image? I thought of everyone. Oh, no, you're right, there is. Yeah. So that's us in Jerusalem. I have a photo I think of Liz and I taken from almost exactly the same spot about 25 years ago. So I, I just also want to say, as, uh, even though there was like a lot of like terrifying things, I did have like an amazing time. And the Palestinians are the most um, like nicest people I've ever come across. When I went to loads of different people's houses, um, they'll give you tea, and then they'll give you chocolate, and then they'll give you bread. And it's like there's no like restriction of um, what they want to give you. They just keep giving. And that's like the saddest part is that they're so... Um, I don't know, <laughs> they're, so, they're so amazing. Yeah. We are looking at uh, exploring the possibility of doing a church trip to Israel-Palestine maybe next autumn. Uh, so if you're interested in that, come and talk to me and I'll get a list of people. I know uh, the young people from Exchange uh, are very keen on some of them going. Um, Nicholas, can we just pray for you? Let's sure. Pray. God of love who transcends all boundaries and who can be contained by no walls, we pray first for the situation in Palestine and the people in the camp that Nick with visited. We pray for the children and for the people whose culture is being destroyed and whose homeland is being taken. We pray also for Nickwith. We thank you for her courage and we ask that you will continue to give her strength to speak out and to tell the stories. And we pray that you will help her to process what she has seen in a way that leads to hope and new life and not despair. Because we know that you are the great God of all love. Amen. <laughs>